Hi everyone, welcome to the Heart of Hallmark, and I'm Grace Hart. Today we're going to be reviewing the movie Christmas at Castle Heart. And this movie, the quick synopsis, is Brooke Bennett goes to Ireland for Christmas to search for her Irish roots. While there, she meets charming Aidan Hart, Earl of Glasgow. Mistaken for an elite event planner, she's hired to host his castle's epic Christmas party. This one stars Lacey Chabert. We all know Lacey Chabert and love her uh, from the Crossword Puzzle Mysteries, the In Love Movies, Time for Us to Come Home for Christmas, last year's The Christmas Waltz that was a big hit, and one of my personal favorites, Christmas in Rome, and Stuart Townsend, which um, from what I could find was uh, new to the Hallmark Channel. I didn't see him having been in anything else. We opened up this movie with Brooke being a server at a Christmas party. So she works for an event planning service. She, her heel breaks, she shoves her shoes under a table, she gets yelled at about the food from a person at the party and from the head of the catering company. She's not off to a very good start. She's in the back talking with uh, a co-worker, which we find out is her sister. They're both kind of ratting about the boss and they both get fired. So back home, obviously they share an apartment together and they talk with each other that there has to be more to life than just getting divorced and getting fired. So the sister says that they should go to Ireland. The dad left them some rainy day money and that the sister's like, we should go to Ireland. We should find our relatives. And Brooke agrees to do it. She figures, what else have I got to lose at this point? She's usually very practical, but she decides maybe we should go to Ireland and just live on the edge and do something different. And off they go. So off they go to Ireland. So we cue to Ireland, we see Aiden, who's coming home to Ireland. I guess he's been away from the castle and he's had to come back to address the castle's current financial situation. So we see that and then we cue back to Brooke and her sister and they're looking, they're out just sightseeing and they go into a, a pub and of course it happens to be a pub that Aiden of course as well is in. They get talking that they are event planners from New York. Of course, you know, the sister's talking big. You know, we all exaggerate when we're out our jobs and our lives a little more. Um, they say they were there looking for their dad's family with the name O'Reilly. Well, the lady at the pub calls the name out, and there's a ton of O'Reilly's in the, in the pub there. So this isn't going to be easy for them. They do suggest um, that the girls take the castle tour. So off they go to take the castle tour. They kind of get bored at the tour and leave. So they go into town, they're shopping around different shops and they run into Aiden again. So Brooke and Aiden exchange words. She tells him how bored she was with the tour and he offers to arrange a private tour of the castle that maybe hopefully will change their minds about castles, titles, and etc. Then they learn his name, Aiden Hart. Duh. So they figure out that, oh boy, this is the person that actually owns the castle. So they show up at the castle for their private tour that Aiden has promised he would do for them. We also find out at this point that his sister has been running the castle while he's been gone. She's been using it as an inn and trying to make money to keep it afloat to keep it. And he's not been there and she's been doing it herself. She's been planning a a gala that they do every year for Christmas and the event planner is backed out of their event. Brooke and her sister happen at this time to walk up to the castle and come into Aiden. And Brooke goes to the restroom, and while she's gone, her sister highly exaggerates their event planning skills and gets them hired for the castle gala. When Brooke comes back, 
Her sister tells her to play along, so they are hired to plan the gala. But, oh no, her sister didn't just tell them they were event planners. They wanted to know the name so they could do a research and look them up. So they gave them their old boss's name, Paige Monahan, and said that was their business. So they both agreed to the scheme, figured what do we got to lose? They need an event planner and we can do this and here we go. That's pretty bold, I have to say. I don't know if I were in a foreign country if I would be willing to exaggerate my skills that much. The sister is pretty darn bold. But sometimes when you are not home and you feel a little confident, sometimes you do things you normally wouldn't do. So Aiden's sister tells him he needs to watch over Paige to be sure things get done because this gala needs to get planned. It is essential to the castle's success. They need this money to keep this castle running. So obviously the girls get to move from their tiny little inn that they're in to the castle. They get these wonderful rooms at their castle, big upgrade, and gala planning begins. Then they find out they have only 12 days to plan this gala. So gala planning begins. Brooke gets locals to donate decorations for the gala. They do find linens and they go to Dublin to find a caterer that quote, quote, Paige Monahan had used at an event before. Being that they had worked for Paige, they did know some of her contacts and people that um, the catering company had used. So Aiden drives, drives Brooke to go check out this caterer. And while they're gone, a reporter shows up at the castle. And Margot mentions Paige's name, the sister Margot, and the reporter has covered parties and obviously knows of Paige and her reputation for event planning. So now Brooke can't go back because this reporter wants to meet her and talk to her. This reporter will know she's not Paige Monahan. So here we go. She's making excuses to Aiden why they can't go back to the castle. So they have to spend some more time together. They end up bonding. They do end up going back to the castle later and Aiden invites them to the tree lighting so that you we see them at the tree lighting and you can see Brooke is having an effect on him. Bonding is working. So they've got the chef, they got linens, they're getting the basics down, they need music. So Brooke and Aiden are off to look for musicians for the gala. Instead of a string quartet, they try thinking outside the box, maybe piano music. While Brooke is off finding music, Margot asks the Duchess about their dad. Margot's a sister, if you haven't uh, remembered that. So she asked the Duchess about finding their dad. The, they said that the Duchess knows everybody around, and if anyone could help them, it would be the Duchess. Brooke and Aiden are out. They're riding horses. They're talking and bonding. Brooke and Aiden head into the pub, and it's wonderful. There's Irish dancing and music happening, and they join in. Time is, time is running out. Um, she's running around trying to avoid the reporter. The caterer does find out that she isn't the Paige Monahan, and agrees not to say anything but she also doesn't want anything to do with this gala or anything when everything hits the fan and backs out. So the ruse is starting to unravel just as she and Aiden are starting to have feelings for each other. So they're almost there. I do like that Brooke is doing a little bit different things for the gala because she's in a pinch and she's looking at local people to do stuff. Linens and stuff, they're, they're gathering music from local people. The biggest problem is this reporter that she keeps trying to avoid. 
So Brooke decides after the caterer backs out that she just wants to leave. She doesn't like lying. She's not comfortable with this. But on the other hand, the castle needs this gala. They're almost there. They promised they would plan this. So she tells her sister that, okay, she's going to stay. They will finish the gala. And once the gala is done, she is going to come clean with Aiden. And she does try to come in, tell him beforehand, but he doesn't let her get a word in. And he tells her that he believes in her. So they end up going to the pub and realizing that maybe they could have pub food work. And even though it's pub food, Brooke decides, well, you know, what's this dish named? If we just call it something fancy, everybody will just think it's something fancy and not pub food, which she's probably right. And that's what they decided to do. Aiden and Brooke go back to the castle and they make up some desserts. He bakes, gotta like a guy who bakes. And her impression of Aiden has really changed. You can tell she really respects him. She really sees beyond who he is with just the title and that he's a lord and owns a castle. Um, she had that pretense about him and that's all starting to, to melt. But of course, we see the reporter gets a phone call. Um, she got the real Paige's number, Paige Monahan, and the reporter calls and leaves a message with the real Paige Monahan. So now we know that behind the scenes, Brooke is on borrowed time. So Aiden sends a bunch of dresses to Brooke's room for her and Margot for the gala. She and Margot talk and decide again, they're going to finish this out and then they're going to let the truth be known. So off to the gala they go. Everything goes wonderfully. They really pulled it off. It, obviously, if you watch the movie, if you haven't watched it, but if you have, it, it was great. It was a very classy event. I love the way that not only did they just have some just basic piano music that was really good, but they actually brought some local musicians to do the Irish music and the Irish dancing. They really captured the essence of the culture. Um, some of the art pieces in there were from a local artist. Um, the Duchess loved that they captured the town, the culture. The Duchess actually got up and danced. So everybody was having a good time. She asks Aiden to speak in private. They go outside, and Brooke does start to tell him the truth of who she is when Paige walks in with his sister. The truth is out. The Paige Monahan, the real one, is there. It says that that's not her. She had nothing to do with this and really tries to embarrass Brooke in front of everybody. But I have to say, I loved the scene where the Duchess actually sticks up for both of the girls. So this could have gone horribly, horribly wrong. It, they could have had to just leave in just total disgrace and humiliation. But the Duchess who had spent time with them, a smart older woman, knew that these two, even though they might have lied about who they were, that they did the gala, they did everything, she could tell that their basic nature of who they were was good, and she just stuck right up and threatened Paige that if Paige Monahan made any trouble for these girls, that she would make sure Paige Monahan and her company never worked in that area again. It's like, go Duchess. That was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um, more people should do that. I thought that was really nice that she had seen, you know, beyond obviously just what they called themselves and she saw that they did the work um, they were affecting the people around them and, and blending in and making a difference 
So anyway, they go back and they do realize that, you know, if the truth is out, they need to leave. So Aiden, um, Margot and Brooke um, pack up their stuff and they're going to be headed to the airport to head home. Well, in the meantime, Aiden's sister walks in and she sees the tree decorated. And that was something that her and, um, her and Aiden had done when they were younger was that they had decorated the tree in the castle. So she finds a note from Aiden to meet him at the chapel. So Margot goes to meet her brother Aiden at the chapel. We have Brooke and Margot who have packed and are headed to the airport to go home. So Aiden meets her, his sister at the, ca at the, um, the chapel as from the castle, gives her gift. It is a sketch of renovations of the, castle, of the chapel so that it can be used to increase hotel traffic there at the inn at the castle. So he's done running and hiding. He's done doing all these renovations for other places and he's ready to help her with the castle to get the renovations done. They can have more people at the castle and help with the financial situation. So he and his sister talk. He's ready to come back home. His sister tells him all she wanted, the only reason she was mad was because she lost her brother, not that he didn't even really want to help with any of the work. She just felt like he left and she lost her brother. So that relationship actually is recon reconciled, and the sister realizes all that Brooke has done for Aiden to make him turn around and become the man he is now, ready to come home, ready to take on who he is in the castle and the responsibility that goes with that. And he doesn't have to run from it anymore. She does uh, say that he should consider, even though Brooke lied about who she was, her character was true, and he should think about that. Sister leaves. He turns around, and there is Brooke. She decided to go back, that this was going to be her only chance. She better talk to him. So they did talk, and I loved that they reintroduced themselves. They did forgive and kiss, so it all worked out. Sisters go back to the castle, meet the Duchess back there, and the Duchess has told them to meet them at a home. So they drive out to this house and meet the Duchess there, and lo and behold, the Duchess found their dad's family. They have an uncle. So they go in the house and they meet the kids, and you know, they're just so excited. I guess the story was with the family, the uncle was saying that the older brother had been adopted out very young. He very couldn't really remember the older brother because when the older brother was obviously younger, so he would have been extremely younger, being younger than the older brother. I know that doesn't make sense. But anyway, he knew he had a brother, but he didn't remember him. But they remembered the date of birth, which the girls knew. So he... The family didn't really, they never talked about the brother that they didn't really ever know or see. So they go in and lo and behold, his wife comes out and it's the woman that ran the pub and made the food for the party. She is their aunt. So it's a small world, you know, and everything worked out. And hopefully they, you, you just assume that they moved to Ireland and everything worked out for them. They all grew. The one thing I did like about this movie was the theme throughout the movie that family is the most important gift of Christmas. And whether it be royalty or whether it be the common people, it really was, no matter who you are or your status, that family is the most important gift. I gave this movie a Christmas rating of two. I really wasn't feeling 
Christmas vibe throughout most of this movie. You knew it was filmed at Christmas. There was some snow on the ground. They were doing a Christmas gala. Um, there was a quick two seconds at a tree lot. You did have the tree that was decorated for the sister. But overall, I didn't really get extreme Christmassy vibes from this movie. Let's be honest, though, this movie was filmed on location in Ireland, so it didn't really need to have so much Christmas vibe anyway. So even though I only gave it a rating of two, it had plenty of non-Christmas, just wonderful Ireland vibe and beauty to it that you really didn't need any of the other stuff anyway. My overall rating for this movie is a four out of five. Again, not much for the Christmas vibe, but again, it was filmed in Ireland. Totally made up for that. Story was great. I did love watching this. I would watch it again, and I have. My biggest thing is I didn't think there was a lot of chemistry between the two leads. I could see where this could have had an even stronger draw. Um, and to be up there on one of my really favorites, if they'd had better casting, I think he was a lot older than her. They just, they were both good. I love Lacey Chabert. I just think with a different guy, it could have been even better. And I didn't think the girl that played the sister Margot wasn't cast very well either. She just didn't work for me. And again, another um, another area that had they had a, the right casting in there just could have really even made this movie wow above what it was. It was still enjoyable since filmed on location. Scenery is gorgeous. It is a definite watch. It was a definite um, one of my easy watching, enjoyable movies so far for this Christmas season. That is all for today, and thanks a lot. We'll see you back again here on the Heart of Hallmark.